A maester of the citadel, chained and sworn, and sworn brother of the Night's Watch, ever faithful. No man was wiser, or gentler, or kinder. At the wall, a dozen Lord Commanders came and went during his years of service, but he was always there to counsel them. He was the blood of the dragon. But now his fire has gone out. And now his watch has ended. Tonight we are going to talk about episode 7 of season 5 of Game of Thrones, The Gift. The Gift. I don't remember really hating this episode. Like we have, I don't know, we've been hating a little bit this year. I don't mean to, but. I, I feel like they're getting better and better. Like, this, more stuff happened in this one. Like, stuff did happen. Stuff happened. I love it. That's, that's what we moved <laughs> out It would blow your mind. Like, the original. Stuff thing. happened. Game of Thrones is going to rethink, make you rethink the whole way you look at television. Now it's like, stuff happened. I mean, we got that going for us. Well, I just at least that, I mean, there was, there was, where I'm just saying, like, scenes, I mean, not like crazy action stuff happened, but like, scenes happened where, like, the end of that scene, the, the people in it were changed. You know, there was a, a reveal. And they're like, interesting. Even down to the Stannis stuff, like which we called <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> that 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 changed that dynamic, you know. Yeah, that's one of my predictions of what might happen is that and we talked about that before, what if Stannis does consent? What I think yeah. or at least hope for Stannis is that he's well, well we haven't even brought it we <laughs> we're jumping right into it. We that hasn't happened yet in the episode, but but yeah, that's Stannis' big thing is 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 he going to try to sacrifice his daughter? Yeah, and that's the only scene with him in the Dunnery Matter. But yeah, yeah, really, because the rest is like it's cold and it's winter and we're in the north and we should have anticipated this, but we didn't. Yeah, who cares? That's like yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's just war keep is going. hard. It's like yeah, you watch this show, war's terrible. But we knew they were going to try to sacrifice his daughter sooner or later. Yeah, that's the whole She's, reason they brought her. Right. He's the only one that doesn't know that. Yeah, the wife knows it. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Yeah, so my prediction for that is that he will at least acquit himself enough to not do that, but his wife is going to to sacrifice her. 
And what I can hope will happen is that we find out that there's something going on with that grayscale and that she doesn't burn or something like that. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, God, at this point, grayscale has to amount to something. That like it's maybe all it's over like the place. Targary- yeah, I mean, you're saying like maybe it's like some kind of Targaryen blood that normal people can't handle or something. But well, yeah, you- like with Danny, and she came out of the fire unscathed, and that's what birthed the dragon eggs. Maybe and it is like that. Maybe, but it just makes you have those scales. But it's like they, the maesters healed her. She still has it, but she's not deformed. But maybe she's immune to fire now or something yeah i know it's something interesting to see that it that means something yeah uh so at the start of the episode we john head out (laughs) all these bad bad news for sam that's like the 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 real title of this episode (laughs) yeah it's like john leaves yeah because that's the saddest part of all it's like where master aemon dies and it seems very solemn and they're all together on things and then he just leans over like you're losing all your friends <laughs> like, John, come on yeah, man we're at a funeral here yeah, show he a little class a good, and he gave a good speech and everything yeah like, oh, that was a good speech we, we're having a moment and you just ruined it with your dickishness no oh, what a dick and then, like, Eamon, it's like, get these south, gillyflower. It's like, no kidding, man. Yeah. You why know, is she still here? One, and why no is that baby not aged you. at all, either? Like, why is that seasons? baby still an infant? It's been three years. I know Bran and other people have aged. <laughs> That's yeah. weird, you know? Cause, I Bran's mean, really, got a mustache. Marcella is getting married. Yeah, and she's aged. Yeah, I mean, really, because they... I mean, I guess in the books it is a couple years, but mm-hmm. the the show's played out like it's like a year every. Yeah, Sansa's is like appropriate raping age now. It's like they, they grow up so fast. That kid, yeah, that kid would be like three, in this in the Game of Thrones world. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why it's weird because that stuff at the wall is so compressed. You know, they can't really say that because you know months and months have not gone by at the wall. It doesn't feel that way, but it does everywhere else. Yeah, but that's just. I should probably get around it. But you get, <laughs> but you get Ramsey in in this like like later on, is saying you know, hey, did you hear about your brother? He got promoted. It's like so the rest of the story is progressing at the same yeah. pace. I mean, no, I'm saying it is, but it's just like their easy way out of it. Like, but it wow. feels like everything's just frozen, in every respect at Castle Black. Maybe it's just a stunted baby. Maybe it's like a exactly he's an incestuous he's kind of a web toe Sean you know he's probably (laughs) we'd probably talk about some chromosomal damage in a mix like that like in Cabin Boy where they where they (laughs) Chucky it's like (laughs) half man half shark he's probably got some kind of chromosomal damage with a pairing (laughs) like that (laughs) Chucky <laughs> that's sort of the deal. That's what it is like. Here, I mean, little Sam is probably gonna end up looking a lot like Big Sam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is sad that Eamon died, though. You're like, oh, he's a good character. I know I mean, it anyway, is kind of sad because cool. he was like the nice, wise old man. But this is sort of, you know, if they were on a mythic journey, this would be a necessary part. Like, you have to get rid of those sort of mentor figures because they have to, these people have to be able to stand, especially for Sam. Like, you have to be able to stand on your own. Like, Jesus, you've been on the wall, you fought White Walkers, and what's wrong with you? You still act like just nothing. And that's what, I mean, it also signifies them being the leaders, like John and him. Yeah, we have to take over that mantle. Like, Mormont got killed, and now John is the Lord Commander. Now, Eamon is killed, and Sam is going to have to take over that sort of role. Right. You know, which he does a little bit, you know. He's, he stands up for himself more. 
but at the same time, learn to fight, man. Yeah, he's so many people here that can help you. <laughs> yeah, well, we can talk about that scene because it's connected. It's funny though because <laughs> remember last year when they had that um when they had the uh, Cersei Jamie rape scene. Mm-hmm. Everybody talked about it, like oh, that's rape scene, and then. The next episode was like, not hilarious, I don't know, but it was just like, what? God, come on, guys. Because the next episode where they had all the background rape. Just everywhere. Well, yeah. I think what you're finding is a certain elitism in Game of Thrones, like fans, that's like, they're really upset when when principal characters get raped. But I think it's funny they followed like controversial rapey things with more rape. And this year it's like, well, we just had that rape scene. It's like, oh, now we're going to just Oh, we just re rape this rape. girl too. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, come like, on, oh, guys. <laughs> What are you trying to work out, George R. R. Martin? What happened? This wasn't in the book, I don't think. This I don't scene. know. So it's, well, it's then I don't like, know. Well, then we the rest of them are just like, That's well, you know, George isn't here. He's busy writing a new book, so let's do him proud, you know. Let's let's get those rapes up this year. How can we make this scene more exciting? Rapey? Temp rape? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and this and – this, yeah, well, but I love this scene. We'll talk about this scene first, but I love – Thank goodness! Like that's a the, you forget how awesome every time the direwolves come in, you're like yes. But <laughs> that what? used to be like the big fun thing of the show. We're like get them. What's insulting in. about that scene though is, like yeah, that's that's a surprise for us. But are you telling me that this direwolf was just wandering around free and no one knew it till he showed up in that room? I think he was. Just, the idea is that he's just there protecting Sam and them. Yeah, but that but that he only showed up at this moment. I mean that. We should know if he's just roaming the grounds and tends That's to follow true. Sam. Well, I guess it was meant as a man. They're saving their budget this season. Yeah, come on, Chumon. I'm just saying, you know, you need to make sure you keep that wolf around a little bit. If he doesn't follow you, you follow him. You know, I'm just. I guess saying. that was a big deal, Sam. It's like it's kind of realistic because I mean, of course, he's not going to beat them in a fight, but at least he still got back up. You know what I mean? He's not going. <laughs> So at yeah, least he was about to get his crap being out of him more. So I guess he proved himself. You're smart though. Bit. Use your brain. You don't have to sit there and just fight him. Do something, you know. Walking around with a direwolf is a pretty smart idea. Maybe you should go with that. It just reminds you. It's like, oh yeah, there's wolves in this show. <laughs> I forgot about and that. And then so sad because it's like, and then they have like this sort of post rape rescue. Oh, sex God. scene like guys <laughs> we're getting back to where they were saying that the show was actually written by like a 13 year old it's like I'm so glad I didn't get raped let's get it on now yeah. it's like that's <laughs> not how it works I don't think <laughs> this scene so speaks to the, the I think Gary posted that link that Saturday Night Live link where they're like they're like the last the sexiest couple left because they're the only ones left alive did you watch that Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, the Sam Gilly thing. Yeah, and it felt that way because you're like, you're like, oh, oh, watch out! Here's a little bit of her ankle. <laughs> like they're both fully clothed. Yeah, they're fully clothed. Just having like, <laughs> watch out! Come on, guys. I know this is HBO, but tone it down. <laughs> it's it like the the sort of rape scene esque, followed by the most anti sex scene. It's like the most awkward. Sex scene in the world. <laughs> this is all we get now. It's like okay. <laughs> no, this is like, like the sexuality of the show is very confused. <laughs> yeah, it's only sex if it's violent. That's what we like. Oh, how useless is Brienne? Skipping over to Winterfell for a second, because I do sort of buy into you know the criticism that people say. Why are people mad that 
someone else didn't come in and rescue Sansa, wouldn't that make her just as useless still? If someone had to come in and save her, but on the same well, token, I, you would imagine that Brienne might be doing something, but then we cut yeah. across the way and see that she's just waiting for someone to light a candle. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Like, I felt like they should... It's like, I get... I think they're trying, because I don't think Brienne, like, does much at all in those other books. And so, no, like, I get that. And she's not even there, where she, she is. do anything. And I, and I guess they have to check back in with her. I mean, I just thought... Maybe think of some more... Here's the thing. You could have had them traveling for a while, maybe, or something. I don't know. Something or interesting. Just don't show her, or... Brienne could have some kind of strategy to actually get inside Winterfell. That would make more or sense. Or there could have been a little more intrigue and go like, well, because I imagine, we'll, we'll do a prediction here, that maybe at the end, you know, it's going to be, whenever that battle starts happening, then the Northerns are going to ro- revolt again, maybe, you know, and help. Well, and well, she might show up, but it's like, wouldn't it be cool if like, she if was Stannis the one? But if Stannis is the one who's, doing, who's going as Winterfell, we know that her agenda is to kill Stannis, so she'll yeah, be useless in that fight, too. I don't know. I just think they could. I don't know. We'll, we'll see at the end. Maybe I we'll agree that maybe we don't show her. Because the only way you, just the only looking, you can't like, show her. What if something happens sure. during the day? Are you standing there all day and all night watching to see if someone lights a candle? What yeah, if, that seemed a little. <laughs> when when Theon walked up it. there, Ramsay was there just eating lunch. What if he'd just gone up there and lit a candle without even knowing? That was right. I didn't know we're not supposed to have candles up here or crazy ladies will storm. Well, the that wasn't the same. It wasn't the same thing. That was just a camera trick. Like he, it shows him walking up and seeing the broken one. Then he's just walking up Ramsey's tower. That's not the broken tower. They, like they, he, they're doing a lot of that this year. I'm having a hard time following the visual narrative. Of they the did story that to be, to trick people. Like, oh, he's walking. And he's like, no, he's walking up this other tower because the broken tower is just still broken. They show it, I think, before because that's what she's looking at, and she sees it's all screwed up. All right, okay, it's you're all right. dark. They just pulled a silence of the lambs, which is a trope that's happening so often they need to retire it, by the way. Because <laughs> there is like they're opening the door, they're opening the door. That's not the door they're opening. Yeah, sorry, that's not the door you're opening. I'm sorry. In Game of Thrones, every palace is just a broken down piece of crap. Like every time Ruse and them are doing some kind of strategy session and they're standing in this hall, I'm like, man, these guys are the winners, and this is where they have to be. Winners King's Landing zone looks nice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I no wonder the people just go to Dorne and sit there and stare out at the flowers. I'm the king of Dorne. <laughs> I don't know why people don't fight for Dorne. Why do they fight? Yeah, for it looks just like places? yeah. Winterfell is just like a barn. <laughs> it doesn't look like anything interesting. Because even in the first season, when it's in all its glory and they're having the feast, it's like, this is just like a dark room. Yeah, what a dump. Like, well, that is sort of like when Cersei and them show up, they are like, oh, God, how horrible is this? And now you it sort is of the worst get of all it. of them. Like, yeah. I feel like, no wonder it was so easy to capture. No one ever expected someone to try. Yeah, it's like you're visiting your country cousins or something. <laughs> it's like, good Lord. Like, the only one enjoying is Tyrion because he wants to see what the end of the world looks like. Yeah. Oh. So Sansa has no plan. Well, we come to learn this whole business well, is just to show how pitiful all And of again, are. again, I don't... Whatever. I mean, I'm not getting into the rape thing again, but, like, the, 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 this episode proves that you didn't need to show all that rape junk last Yeah, because the morning after because, communicates yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, because you could have done, you could have just had him start, okay, hey, take your clothes off. He ripped it. Have him go, relieve. It's like, no, you stay here. And the last shot is of Rick's face as he shuts the door. And you're like, that's enough. You're like, I get it. 
something weird happened, you know. So he's like, you're, you're on a watch, and then that just shuts the door. They can even have all the lines, he says. You know, now you're going to see her become a one, and then Ugh. just shut the door. And then I it's like, okay. It's being done for... To, for the sake of titillation, I don't think that's what I mean, though, and it just sucks uh, because it's, it's like, yeah, that's not an appropriate use of rape in story. Yeah. So it's like because because the yeah the shot of her just laying there with bruises like multicolored bruises like you know days and weeks and bruises you get it you're like yeah oh god that's all well, I need to see it's kind of it's it's so juvenile because it feels like you're reading like an issue of Savage sort of Conan you know <laughs> where like come here winch. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's at the level that of the kind of of storytelling that 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 we were thinking the show was. I, I expect it to be exploited. I don't. I don't mean that. Like I know what kind of show we're watching, but I still expect the the, the writing to be of a of a little bit better caliber. Yeah, but I, it just they get to be like it's like yeah, it felt like it was to have like a moment or something. I'm like I don't need that moment though. The moment of when they do that is good enough because you're like, oh, no. Well, and it's like we said because that moment is lost because it's there to say, oh, it's so terrible for Reek that he's having to watch right. this. <laughs> like, well, I don't, I don't think it's kind of it's kind of bad for Sansa, I think. Right. I think that may be where the focus is. I know this is like a, a 100% male production. Mm-hmm. But maybe the female perspective could be represented a little. But then also as, he as didn't get affected at all. Being raped. In this episode, he totally betrays her. I'm like, geez, Louise. Well, they're just trying to reinforce just how pitiful he is. Like the, I know, but it's like, come on. If that was going to break it, but so no, that didn't do it either. You're like, oh, good Lord, guys, come on. There just isn't anything you know? he can do. He's as pathetic. It's like, so, so what it means, like, rape was nothing. That didn't mean anything. Yeah, it, didn't it does. It means that, that, yeah, since <laughs> that scene had no one changed. Zero effect on anybody. Like, like Sansa is still pitiful, he's still pitiful, Ramsey's still bad. Like that, no one changed because that scene happened. Right. So that scene was just completely for shock value for the viewer because it it didn't have any impact on the story. No. Except not that at all. you know, I predict that that because she stole that little poker corkscrew. What the hell yeah, it was it? Looked like a corkscrew, but why was it sitting out there on a stump? I don't know why, don't know. but she got it. So we can only assume that she means to use it, which Check means that she's either going to kill Ramsey at some point, or she's going to try and fail. Just because yeah. everything she does, because the only thing, because the only arc that Sansa can have is that she finally stands up for herself and realizes there's no help coming. I got to do this. She's either going to become the queen of Winterfell, or she's going to die. That's the only things I see. Yeah, you know and what her, I mean. Like, and her wolf is dead. She can't become the wardeness of the war of the north she's not a stark her wolf is dead oh so you're oh you're saying metaphorically now that she needs to die or she will die not that she will die but this whole thing of her going with Littlefinger made sense it's like because you're forever going to be separated from your family name you're not going to take over Winterfell what comes to her oh wouldn't that be a neat idea yeah that would be Cause, interesting because Arya's lost in the wind like she's to on to represent us and now. that would all so metaphorically sort of represent reconciliation between her and Arya yeah I would accept that. That would be a neat. I I kind of feel like they're off track on that kind of stuff because they had well, because, such a strong sort of metaphor 
opening up, but now I don't know that. But wouldn't it be wouldn't it be interesting that I was on track because Arya is so busy trying to be other people now? Like that's her goal is like that to would try be to neat become somebody to show else. that she's sort of not Arya Stark anymore. That and would like be yeah, the moment she becomes somebody else, and Mir looks for a Stark again. You're like, oh, I gotta find somebody else. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I would. Miss. I would like to see something like that because we keep forgetting about these wolves. Like Ghost shows up every now and then, but that's he's the yeah. only one that could shaggy make an dog in summer. Yeah, no, and they're dead. all gone, you know. No, summer is brands. Yeah, they're not dead. Yeah, okay. We're not gonna see Brand to like the last episode of the last season. <laughs> He's gonna show up yeah, as Gandalf I, and go. They may show him by the end of the season, but I would. And Brand I wouldn't be means surprised me. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they Who showed him. Not they, when the season Lord, started, like didn't when the season started that was like in the last time on Game of Thrones, like in the first episode. They yeah, all like it might happening. mean something. I don't know, like what we missed that that was supposed to be helpful for us to know. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I feel I, they need to touch back in with him once. It's going to be like he's the new White Walker. So they're like, all right, well, every now and then we're going to touch back in with you. I feel like things really are sloppy because I keep saying, why don't they run into the Ironborn? And it, it's gotten to the point where they have to ride around it because stuff happened in the books that they didn't mention. And so we don't know what happens with Greyjoy. Even to the point where he's talking to Melisande, and he's like, well, yeah, but what about the leeches? They worked on this guy and this guy. It's like, there were three guys in that scene, man. And right. you just don't mention that. Because you guys haven't done anything with Greyjoy. It's so bizarre. It's so conspicuous at this point that you guys just let that hang as a loose thread in the show. Just somebody say that something bad happened to Greyjoy and move on. Who cares? Maybe what are you saving it for? Yeah. That's true. Because it makes the leeches look useless. Because, well, that must have been coincidence because we laid three of them down. And I, mean, I wonder know, if they two guys died. <clears throat> I just wonder if they consider her leaving. That's like, well, that's the end of that story. <laughs> yeah, like, but All that's right, what well. I mean. So what is the harm of you just saying, and then, you know, Greg Joy got eaten by a shark or whatever the hell. Or they're you just say, keeping just to themselves now or something. Yeah, like something yeah, where just, they're... Just say that something happened to Greyjoy so you can say the leeches all worked. But by just mentioning only the two and not even mentioning him, it's like you guys are kind of reaching if you like two out of three leeches. Like, what the hell kind of magic is that? We're banking a lot. You want me to burn my daughter for a 66% solution? Let's make another smoke, baby. Yeah. That worked for one thing. You can't even make another one of those. I didn't know. We might not have killed my brother if I knew it was only good for one guy. How to save that? I could just kill them. <laughs> I th- yeah, I thought we were going to be banging out smoke babies left and right. I wouldn't have just gone for the most immediate dude. In fact, we did it. I didn't think we were just banging out smoke baby. I just thought we were doing it. <laughs> yeah. And honestly speaking, while we're on the subject, I'm not sure how effective the smoke baby was. You guys literally had to go into his basement. Like, so this this magical, mystical, awesome invincible smoke demon can't travel more than like 50 feet or what what happens to it then yeah it can't travel across the water i think that's I don't <laughs> yeah, <know>. exactly <laughs> it must not be able to because it came out in a damn boat a baby can't swim <laughs> yeah really come on it's like just because he's a smoke demon doesn't mean he's limitless in his powers you got to be realistic yeah. about this there's still there's still a physics he follows Stannis. he's a baby you got to take care of him yeah, I mean, if you want to raise and be a full-grown smoke demon, then yeah, maybe we can start sending him across oceans. Just like, that, that's always a con. You got to teach him the alphabet and all that bullshit. 
in the books, it would have been more effective because in the show, it didn't really look like Stannis. You know, you're like, I guess. I know. They just came Rain back and retroactively that. said it just like, like in the books. It looked just like him. Not in the and scene that's effective thing. in the books. You're like, oh, that's kind of cool. You imagine that. But in the show, you're like, y'all didn't pull it off. because It just looked like some big I didn't think that. Yeah. When I went back and read the book, I was like, did it? I didn't think it did. And then in the show, she's saying it later like they're remembering it from the book, not the show. It's like, oh, well, whatever. We'll just... said, you know, eyewitness testimony is really f- false. <laughs> Brian, yeah. you're under a time of stress. Yeah, people see a lot of stuff. Some people see smoke demons that look like Stannis. Smoke, baby. Yeah. What else happened this episode? Oh, uh, let's see. The slave auction where we saw. Where, that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> I do like Tyrion like standing up for himself long enough to get sold. <laughs> that was awesome. He just beat the guy with his chain. <laughs> I do like the buildup is like like you know my penis was in danger for a very limited amount of time. He really yeah you really <laughs> yeah. brokered that into a good situation. Yeah. Because we were just shopping you around to a guy that might want to cut your dick off. So. Bravo. Unwriggling kind of <laughs> out of that. And it's kind of funny too, because if he was a normal person, if he started beating up the slave master or whatever, they everybody would jump on him. They're like, "What are you doing? Get off!" You know. Yeah, but the fact that he's got any kind of spunk at all makes him worth something. Yeah, you're like, yeah, well, let it play out. I want to see this. Sure, this be fun. <laughs> and like, they had to show that guy whip him earlier to say, "See, now nah, he's got it coming." Yeah. And for some reason, after that, Tyrion is the only person in chains from then on. Like, the dangerous little dwarf. Let's keep him chained up to everything. <laughs> yeah, that is funny how he is. Like, yeah. He wants money and stuff. Like, what the? <laughs> oh. And down in Dorne, we had some quality nudity, I guess. That's as close oh, to yeah. character development. Sex position. This scene I did actually like that too. scene, though, because that was one of the very charming. Because like, I like Braun and his singing. And then that's the first thing that any one of those girls did that made me think that it, that they had any relation to Oberyn. Right. And the other two are just like rolling their eyes. Like they're all Charlie's they're Angels. Like, oh, like, Here Louise. we go again. Here come the two. That was like a Charlie's Angels scene. <laughs> But it was cl- it made me think, you know, in, in my f- perfect version of this show, those two bust out and go off and have romantic adventures together. Right. That's not what I want to see on the show. So, but why did, okay, she stabbed him, and why didn't she just give him the poison? Like, why did she give him the antidote? If, like, she got she, him all excited to make his blood him. go faster, and then, like, she just liked him? Is that the deal? I guess. Or she just liked <laughs> to mess with people. That's I, my favorite part, because we called that about the, the poison, like, He's right. going to be poisoned and die. Like, no, let's go ahead and get this over with. Let's say it now, and then he'll, we'll cure him, and then, you know, we'll get to the point of why Braun is locked up and Jamie isn't later on. <laughs> it's like, oh, I see. Come yeah. and see the violence inherent in the system. Yeah. So, uh, it was a scene. I enjoyed it, I guess. I'm a I liked that <laughs> scene by itself, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Get some, some nice nudity and some good singing. That's 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 part of what we pay for. That's what we yeah. look for in HBO. See, that's the kind of <laughs> now back to boring things. Like immediately, threat some rape some more. Let's go. <laughs> see, see how the show can be nice. It seems like, like conflicting writers. See how nice things can happen. Yeah. Is this the one? Is this episode where the Marcella visits Jamie? Yeah, because that's what happens. Yeah. I think right before that scene. But there's nothing to that except for that I don't want like to a, go we back. We know how that's going to play out. You're like, I get it. Who cares? 
we already got that from her attitude before. Yeah, like she already you're said super this much. in love with that dude. It's like, do we need another scene showing that? I'm like, no. Keep moving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just like we've skipped over. We're like in Marine where it's Danny having her little sex scene with Dar- Dario. Oh, yeah. Dario. Whatever. Dardio. <laughs> whatever his damn name is. But... But even that is boring because you have a sex scene where no one gets naked, and that's fine that people don't get naked. I don't care. But then don't have a sex scene with boring dialogue. Who cares? Because we already know everything that Danny and Dario are going to say. He's like, I just think you should kill everyone. Whatever. Right. Who cares? It's like, well, no, I have to be queen. Like, well, why don't you just marry me? It's like, because I have to be queen. It's like, well, I guess the only one in Marine who isn't free is you. Like, well, no, she has it better than a lot of people, Dario. Yeah, I don't like it. His worldview is very limited. I do like that line, like, you're either the butcher or the meat. I think that's kind of yeah, funny. Like, the, the line's familiar. I think they pulled that from the books from a different scene. Yeah. But I was like, that's kind of a very black or white view there, Dario. <laughs> I don't know if that's totally true. but Well, it's okay. true in some ways in this show. But, you know, you already know. I mean, it's such a broken record. I was like, Dario has absolutely no perspective on anything. So dialogue scenes with him are completely pointless. He doesn't even say that many funny things. Now that they're in love, when he was like trying to to woo yeah, he's her, lost he all was his more attitude. This yeah. season he has no attitude. That's true. Nah, well, because it started with that one actor, guy. and then he kept doing it based on it. But it was really that other actor mm. who really did put all the weird stank on it. You know, he's like, I'm the best whistler in all the land. I know, I liked him. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this guy this is just weird. like some really good looking dude. Oh, this <laughs> like guy you like instantly? The, the other Dario's like, I don't know if I like this. He's kind of a sleazeball, but I kind of like him too, though. Yeah, where where there's a, there a dynamic there. This guy's like, oh, he looks like, he's likable. He looks likable and he's cool. You're like, he's, he should be like a Jon Snow or something, not this swarthy kind of guy. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind actually having some kind of connection to Jon Snow because the one thing that's bad about Jon Snow is they have him running around with that red bearded dude Torvald or whatever his name Tormund Tormund yeah the, 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 the guy who lays with bears no it's oh, Lord of wait, Bones wait. that's his name yeah yeah well his Tormund that the, guy has so much charisma the Giant's Bane and the Giant's Bane Tormund that's how they yeah that guy's got a lot of names he's the one who said he had sex with a bear Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I like him. He's, he's awesome. <laughs> he's always he always is kind of making expressions, and John never is. Yeah. But oh. then, yeah. So then we get the cool. The last two big scenes, or the last one, is the the fighting pits one, which is fun. Because yeah, that's the moment. That is fun. You do get to see Mormont, like, do some beatdowns. That's fun. Or like the whole sequence where he goes and sees her, like, oh, gotta go, gotta go. He goes and grabs his stuff. He gets out there and knocks out the slave master. Guy. Everybody. It's kind of cheating because he just sucker punched just about everybody except for like the last couple of dudes. It's you know? true because they like, I was doing something else. I was slaughtering. <laughs> and it's weird because like, Daenerys likes that because he's like, oh, he's using, he's being violent, but he's not shedding blood. I know. I like, that's like it's this weird subtle difference that she likes fighting now. Yeah, like somehow she secretly knows it's him. Yeah, somewhere inside. Well, he's wearing the same outfit though. Yeah, so maybe she did. Maybe yeah, maybe you have an ounce of situational awareness and realize. 
that your friend basically wearing covering half his face you should still be able to recognize him but i loved it it's like they didn't waste some time there's like one episode where varies and Tyrion are just in the freaking cart that was it but besides that the next episode they got there the next episode jor and then we're traveling well the one i i do sort of appreciate that we're seeing him actually get yeah. to her and that's supposedly that's in the that's not in the books yet they haven't met in the books yet so it's like yeah, awesome that's, that's yeah so that's anything why after with this season i'm just jumping yeah. into the books so now it's like oh cool now we're getting into and then it proves interesting i mean it proves in this episode just even the stuff he says like i love how he just comes out i am the gift <laughs> he's so like smooth it's like Tyrion's back now you're like yes he is back now and i and i do appreciate that ever since he saw that dragon I mean, this is, like, we're hitting man. season two Tyrion for the first time again because he's come to terms with everything that happened, that's happened to him, and now he sees an opportunity to thrive yeah. again. I Which think. Lay, yeah, it's laying the groundwork for us to see some actually interesting interactions for yeah. once. And that, and well, and exciting. for him to be, you know, to help her or something, you know. Well, and that's at this what point I mean. you don't. Like, at this point, you don't know, and she's just like you don't know if she's going to kill him or not. But you want to see them actually have. What, what what you hope is at this point they're going to start building up to this, the final the storyline that's the end game of this story you know stop yeah. messing around you know, we got to make with the white walkers make with the dragons and make with whatever the final push is because honestly who becomes king of westeros is going to become irrelevant because by the time they they start doing that is when this army of the dead is going to mow through the entire country Right. So this isn't the story. If Danny becomes queen of Westeros, that's not the story by itself. There's still another layer to that story well, that it's we need cool to start that, building towards. And we've, and we've always thought that, but now it's cool that... Because you kind of hope that it's like by the end of it, it's like you... I mean, these are just broad predictions. That by the end of it, you know, you have characters like Jon Snow and Daenerys all coming together because really the fight is against White Walkers or whoever else other forces in the world, you know? And that would be cool if, like... Maybe there might be another... I kind of feel like the, the whole season's gearing up for all-out war again against just the humans, you know, against each other, just like mm-hmm. in turmoil. And maybe so if they do, like... They said six or seven, seven or eight seasons. It's seven? Eight seasons is what they're saying. Oh, I read see, some I article that says it's going to happen. Surely it's going to be seven. It's like, you don't know. Wouldn't a whole season of just, like, all-out war against the White Walkers be kind of interesting? You know what I mean? Yeah, like a campaign expensive. against the White Walkers? Yeah, I know, but... But I liked the idea of building up and doing a big movie. And that's the, what that movie would be, is like this big, just wall-to-wall. Because the reason they can't do an episode where they f- have, like, giant battles in every episode like it, is because they can't afford that every episode to have these massive battles. But I don't mind that they save the big action set pieces for the end. I just want to see more characterization. Yeah, and we just kind of want to see more scenes. Like like we said with Brienne and Pod, you could have just had interesting things happen to them on the road that kind yeah. of have character moments with them. And they Stop run cutting into some to band. them to have yeah, some exhibition, exposition be, to explain why they're in the story again. Yeah, they could be running into some bandits or something and something happened. You know, just something interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, that was cool. They have adventures. It's, it's, it's making an adventure the world story, look small. Right? <laughs> like, the more they travel this world, the smaller the world looks. It's like, we should, you right. guys should be running into some stuff. It's like when they just passed through, like, old Valeria, where Valant, what, what is it called? Valeria? Valeria. Or is it Valantis? Valeria? The Valantis is where, Valantis no, is Valantis where they were going, but, but, but Valeria is where, is, stuff like that makes the world seem big. She's like, oh, wow, there's this whole other piece. But then when they cut right. to the dude in Dorne, he's been sitting in that chair, and they haven't changed the shot. 
for eight episodes, the world suddenly seems very small. They really did shoot all that in a day, it seems like. Yeah, that was all sort of a waste. Like, Oberyn sold Dorne as being interesting. And we see no evidence. I just don't think that was worth I mean, obviously they must have just saving their money for the end of the season. But I don't think it was worth it to go to that weird castle in Spain. I was like, just make a set. You did for it real. for Marine. Marines look like it could be Dorn-like. You know, just do you something could, like that. And you could make it look better if you had a little bit more. They made all that throne room and stuff for Marine. That's a set, so it's like just do something like that. I don't care. I mean, maybe the Dorn's not going to be in it anymore, and they just wanted to do a one-off thing or something. But I will say something that's interesting about the King's Landing stuff that's going on that they're building too, because. Now we've seen that uh, Loras' boy has turned on him, and then that position, Marjorie and Loras, to end up in jail. And you're like, well, that sucks. But then when yeah, Littlefinger is, is talking part. to to the, the what, are they, what do Cersei. they call her? The Queen of Queen Thorns? Mother. Queen Mother. No, oh, Elena. No, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. From Highgarden. <laughs> And she she arrives and she just has that singer. She opens it. Shit! <laughs> Whatever she says, just keeps going. It's like what was that? That was literally just to announce that she's here. But she's kind of gotten put in her place too. She's pretty useless. But what he You're says to her sort of suggests in. that that's part of his plan. He's like, I'll give you the same thing I gave yeah. Cersei. He's like this this beautiful young man, you know. But he, I think he means the same one. He's like actually, like he's the bait. Because now we have. We have the the Tyrells are in chains, but we. I'm trying to think. This is in, yeah, but all they have to do is is surrender, yeah. like is, is confess, and their crimes are are somewhat benign. They can throw themselves on the mother's mercy, and if they're forgiven, then they're out in the open and fine. They're yeah, actually better off at the end of that. If you're just perjury, if you're just protecting, what are they, you know, what's the... Meanwhile, we find that this snare that it seems Littlefinger has orchestrated is designed for Cersei. But so, he didn't orchestrate the Sparrow stuff, did he? Like, how did I don't he... know. That's what I'm trying to, like, did he take advantage of this situation on the fly? Or uh, I kept looking back saying, is there some way that he could have actually had a hand in this even earlier? I, and maybe he just reacted to it because his man turning on Loras was part of a plan and that plan seems to be to the favor of the Tyrells even though it doesn't initially seem that way Right. and when you think about it, it it's true because now that Cersei is by the end of this episode in the same boat that the Tyrells are the Tyrells are in a position where they can confess and be set free Cersei can't for a number of reasons one she's yeah, accused well, of way worse stuff it's incest and and, the, and to collusion kill the to kill the king yeah and even if she could just admit to the incest, that it would implicate the sitting Common king being as being the product sitting, of yeah. incest and not having a legitimate claim. So she can't do what the Tyrells can do. So to she, if she really does care about the well-being of her family, the best thing she can do is sacrifice herself. So right. She can't. She doesn't have the same get out of jail free card that the Tyrells can use. So in the long run, betraying the Tyrells was the best way to to bag Cersei, if that's Littlefinger's of, plan. Don't you feel like they should have like that actor that plays the cousin? They should have like saved him. I guess he looks so different. They wanted to make sure you knew who that was. 
but like wouldn't that have been awesome if like these are just these people and then at that scene like I know somebody who knows a lot and he walks in you're like what that that's the guy have, that, I, I think that probably would have because that would have been a lot because we've been expecting this that's just, right Cersei could and we didn't expect him to come back because though. you're like oh my god they didn't know him. he was there right yeah like she knew that her cousin was around and she knew that like it just makes her seem so stupid yeah, and it's like it all just fell right to what we said would happen. I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's what this textbook. Is Why is this guy here? Yeah, I love I love how they proceeded with her just acting so crappy to Marjorie. And then yeah. she's like, "Here's some venison. Let me throw it on the floor. I had it last night. It's leftovers." You actually took yourself <laughs> to jail. That's what I love. It's like you actually they didn't even have to come get you. Yeah, you took so yourself stupid. to jail. Oh my goodness! That scene is great, though. Jonathan Price is giving out that it, he gives that whole speech, and I love that speech. I mean, that's why you have him as the actor. He's so that, sinister. I, yeah, he just yeah. has a great way of delivering. And then he it. just turns and he's like, "I wonder what we hide when we lift up your fineries." <laughs> You're like, "Oh my goodness!" Was, I know. And then he just keeps and going. She still like, that has this look on her face yeah. that she doesn't get what's happening, even at the end when she's like, "They won't let me leave." It's like, you don't understand. She's screaming, I'm the queen. It's like, you're not even. And besides, the yeah. queen's already in jail. And we already know the king's ineffective. He's already proven that twice. Yeah. So. Thanks to you, we know that we can put a queen in jail. Right. And nothing's going to happen. So that'll be fun to see what Tommen, Tommen yeah. will Tommen do anything. Because the only thing that could that could interrupt what seems the inevitable conclusion would be if Tommen just finally was like, nope, 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 and goes well, to war with the Faith Militant. Right. Who knows? Yeah, I'd actually respect him for that. But that was a good end. Of, those, those are two good scenes at the end of this episode where it started getting pumped. You're like, all right, change is happening. They're meeting. Like, both of those, Daenerys and Tyrion and Cersei, like, all right, the world's changed now. You know, the landscape has changed fundamentally now from what it was at the beginning of this episode cool like this is a difference from finally we yeah, have things not just actually it's, occurring it's not a superficial story. change she's this, in jail you yeah, know yeah this isn't like the sounds of thing because like she basically ended up because because like i said horrible as this is you walked right in and chose this yeah and nothing happened after like we saw so it's like oh well, who cares yeah, i mean so it had no impact on you as a character sucks, or the I situation just blame the, sh- the writers or whatever but like this is like these are world-changing events. You know, Danny and Tyrion together is like worlds colliding, which is yeah. Cool. And and with Cersei in jail, and now you know that's a total shift of what the show's always been. She's never been in this position. So, yeah, that's essentially a coup because now the Faith Milton has just basically taken over all of King's Landing. Right, because Tom is not doing anything. Mm-mm. Jamie's not there, and he wouldn't do anything either, though. You know, he's Jamie so, might, <laughs> but but he's he not there. Might try, but. <laughs> He might mount a little rescue. He's not above, you know, stabbing a few priests. Well, they're just going to walk right in the middle of daylight. Go get him. We're going to get you. And then yeah, we're like, in jail. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I'm not good at playing. <laughs> Let's use the dorm plan. <laughs> like, like, you know, when I used to joust, it was just easy because you go at each other. There's no plans. Involved. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of strategy to the joust. They, I had a people. stick and they had a stick. <laughs> that was pretty much what we did. This is more complicated than hitting each other with sticks. Yeah, he's never been good at plans. Even when he tried to escape, he got caught. <laughs> yeah, and he got <laughs> caught. You're terrible at strategy altogether. Right. You've been terrible since things started. I don't know. And he ended care. up talking his way into getting his hand cut off, too. That's true. <laughs> it's like, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. 
Yeah, just cool it with the plans. Because that happened in that scene, remember? Because he, he saved Brienne and that was fine, but then he kept going. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, damn, you just got your hand cut off. For the- <laughs> it's your fault, dude. He's not yeah. good with the, wa- the words. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with thinking things. So, that was a good episode. That's one of the better ones of the season yeah, so far. Yeah, I don't like seeing, like, take it seven episodes get to get interesting. I mean, but, again, but, like, you know, we are on, a, on an upswing. It sucks because the rest of the season's been kind of boring, but not... I mean, yeah, when we look back at the season, you're like, well, that was really shaky for the first half of it, or more than the first 60% of it, but at least now it's fun because we're excited about the next episodes. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. now, you know, something's got to... Like, in the next last three or four, you're like, all right, cool. Something always happens. That big things are going down. Okay, well, good. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to things. So, I Do you want to read our predictions? Yeah, let's go. The ones that we haven't gone through already. So we did. We hermetically sealed. Before the eighth episode, we made predictions. Yeah, so let's see. Let me see if I can find mine. <laughs> Mine's long. Yeah, I just made, like, I, I didn't, couldn't read yours to see what you did. So I just, like, I just did quick six sentences. You get the full page. Let me turn my, my screen to, to full page for messages. <laughs> I'll make it easier for me to read this. All right, so let's see. I started out with. Did uh, Sansa would call Ramsey or make a pathetically unsuccessful attempt? This is attempt for the next him? episode. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Or the future. I mean, it, it just depends. Some of these things have to come to fruition sooner than others, but it just depends on when they're getting back okay. to it. Sansa will kill Ramsey, I think. It's got to be. Or, uh, or Reek. I kind of think Reek. If Reek do does it. it, then I'm going to get mad. Because I don't care about his redemption. But he's got the history, so you know that's going to happen. <laughs> you have to watch it. I don't want to interrupt you real quick. Did you see that red nose? You know, they do that charity thing? That whole Game of Thrones? The the musical yeah. bit? Yeah, I saw the I saw the Tyrion with the song he was No, doing. well, they have like a 12-minute just like little thing like Liam Neeson's like narrating it and it's more like a behind the scenes of them it's like a mockumentary thing oh no like, I need to see it's that. like the songs are whatever but it's behind the scenes and for the for the that's there it's like Kit Harrington, Jon Snow that egret girl plays her or played her there's like the guy played Robert there's like a lot of old people in there the guy that played um the Reed the guy Jojen um the Ramsey guys there, the uh, Theon guys there, the Ramsey's girlfriend guys, gr- girls there, <laughs> and they do funny things. So they're doing all these like character jokes. Like Ramsey's in there, like laughing, and then the Theon guy walks in. He's like, mm. <laughs> he just looks at him. They start like locking eyes, <laughs> and then they hug. Like, oh, how's it going? But then they do these songs together. We're like, it's funny. You should watch it. Oh, the songs are all dumb, but it's like the skits, like. The little things they're doing are kind of funny. I'll find that. The only one I saw was that Peter Dinklage song. Yeah, that's at the end because, like, the big stars, they couldn't get in the guest that day because, like, uh, Daenerys or what's her name? Mila Clark does her own, too. She does, like, this weird Jamaican, Targaryen Jamaican song or whatever. Like, it's weird. But the the songs aren't as funny as actually their little (laughs) interactions are. How many women from Game of Thrones are going to play Sarah Connor? It's like two now. Because Lena Headey played her in the TV show, and, and then oh, that's uh, right. she's in a new Terminator movie. It's weird. Like That's a very limited pool to be drawing these Sarah Connor actresses for. We don't have any more. Sansa's going to be Jean Grey. 
That is true. She's got red hair. Of course she would. Like, sure she is. Yeah. <laughs> nerds rejoice. It doesn't take much. All right. Go on your prediction. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I think I said this little finger got his man to testify against Loris to draw Cersei into a trap. Yeah. And I, uh, so I predict that if it comes to that, that Cersei will probably, because they keep, they keep pushing this her saying that like her children are her number one priority even though she doesn't do anything to back that up because she's making Tom miserable on purpose right right but but this would be her final opportunity like if you really do believe that that this particular dilemma would give you the opportunity to actually prove it right so uh, that's I and I think maybe she will. It's just hard to say because so many things are in flux. Zombie Mountain could bust in before she has a chance to make that. Yeah, well, that, that's going to happen. That's got to happen because they, <laughs> they teased him at the beginning of the season. I would be excited the fact that you're building so long to it. That's her I'm, only I'm option. I'm wanting to see Zombie Mountain. You guys are making such a thing as for 10 episodes. He's so just going to like, like Kool-Aid Man through the wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Boosh. laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. I was like, the writers have run out of ideas. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Uh, Tommen will probably do something dra- drastic now that the Faith Militant have basically locked up everyone he loves. I had the same theory. Mine is Tommen will try something desperate. Yeah. Or, he, or he might do nothing and pout instead. That's my second you just did both. That's like you can't predict two things. That's <laughs> two opposite both. things. <laughs> no, I, I kind of I feel he has to do something. Otherwise, why is he in the story? Yeah. It may fail, but surely he will take some kind of action. Like They've pushed him now as far as they can. Yeah, I don't know where they go with him. Besides him just Maybe, getting killed. Well, the smart <laughs> money would be that Littlefinger comes to him with an idea. I yeah. don't know what Littlefinger would get. But uh, what power do they knows? have now? I mean, with her in jail down too, it's like, good lord. They don't have any, I mean, what well, influence over, like, who should be king do they have either? You know, it's like... This is where the Tyrells are really failing, because Marjorie was so good at, at currying the favor of, of the commoner. And now maybe, they're like acting said, like... Maybe they can get out. Maybe they could get out with that. Well, I think they could, but it just seems strange to me that it didn't bother the common man that their their beloved queen was thrown in jail. You know, because he keeps acting like, the, the High Sparrow keep acting like, well, you know, we have the will of the people on our side. It's like, are you sure? I saw this this sort of, like, back alley where you live and these, these the most wretched of the wretched were supporting you, but... Yeah, all she's been doing is charity work. Yeah. And, and they're just like, well, she like helped defend class. her, she helped defend her brother. You're like, well, okay. That's true. But I don't get any bread anymore? <laughs> what do like, I care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Because he keeps, what if the many turn against the few? It's like, it won't matter because we control all of the army and all the food. Believe me, you'd rather have justice than food. It's like, no, I'd rather nope. have food. Food first. <laughs> they can go screw each other, brothers. I don't, we don't care as long as we get food. We kind of already knew all of that. What, yeah, yeah, we kind of haven't me? revolted yet. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, are you telling me that the rich and powerful indulge in sexual indiscretion and lies? Uh, this must be brought to an end. It's just 
not the, they don't they lack the nobility of, of the mob who just rape people in mass for no reason <laughs> Brian will do nothing useful <laughs> yeah that, that, I think that's probably true because I think that, I'm gonna stand by that she's gonna sit there and wait for some signal that's never gonna come and then Stannis is going to march in and she's going to try to kill Stannis. That's making yeah, the assumption that Stannis is going to make it there because Ramsay, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Taryn and Danny will dibbity dabbity about nothing until another <laughs> episode is wasted. <laughs> so you think Varys is going to come back? Uh, you know, that'd be fun, yeah. I mean, oh, they, they just left him there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he. he he has no real arc in the season if he's just the one that says it would be a good idea because he really didn't have to have Varys do that. Mormont could have kidnapped Tyrion from anywhere. So you didn't need Varys to get Tyrion in play. So surely he'll show up at some point. And especially, you know, you, now that they've got Tyrion there, that's the next that's the next piece of the puzzle. Right. Uh, so some dragon shit will happen just in time for the season to be over, which is probably going to be episode nine. Yeah, and the one we look, one of them's called Dance with Dragons. So we yeah, you would think <laughs> this, the dragon shit's going to go down in that episode. We're saving all the budget. Yeah, them dragons. Jon Snow and the wildlings may run into some Ironborn, and something White Walkery will happen by the end of the season that ultimately leads to nothing. So those are mine. Yeah, mine are simple and short. Mine says, I think Sansa will finally convince Reek to help, which might happen. I don't know. <laughs> Danny will start a conversation with Tyrion while sending Jorah away, but he ends up in the fighting pits again. And that, I have to say, that's a spoiler just because I, the, I remember the, <laughs> the trailer for the series, the season, showed the big fighting pits, and I think it showed Jorah there. So I was like, okay, okay well. <laughs> okay. Or, or I just, they showed it, and I was like, I just assumed Jorah's there. Why would they have a high, big fighting scene with him, you know? That's like, and they've that been talking up how much he can fight. If this is the only fight we get to see him in, that was like a really swift arc. Like, right. he's, he's one of the greatest fighting men there is. He's like, one fight. We're already right. here. And the first fight they had was in front of the queen. I mean, just you sucker punch that a bunch of people. <laughs> and, and I appreciate it. I thought this was going to drag out forever, and it was like the next episode. So bravo on is, that. And these are specific for the, my all mine were specific for episode eight. I wasn't going like in the future, but I said Arya is not going to be seen. Bran will not be seen, which if that was an easy one. Yeah. John will have trouble convincing the wildlings until a White Walker encounter, and the next the light in the tower will be lit. Then Tommen will try something desperate. These are like wishful thinking as I'm going through. Like something's going to happen in each of these storylines. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I still think some Tommen has to do something. Right. And yeah, right, Brian's so got to do something too. <laughs> see, we got to see him at some point. I don't know. It's up in the air to me. To me, it could go either way. That we would see him at the very end. Like he's like the weird supernatural thing they just cut to right at the end, and like he's yeah. training or something. You're like, yeah, Whoa. cut to him across the world, and they say some other vague thing about what is to come, or you see or him doing some magicy things. You're like, what? Or we like, won't oh, see him on. at all. So, yeah. So I don't know, but either way, he won't have any kind of impact on the story. No matter how it plays out, it's either going to be a tease or nothing at all. 
right. me. Yeah, he'll be coming right at the end. And it's hard to say because we don't know where that dragon is headed. <laughs> like, that's, right. that dragon bears on its back the actual story of the season. Because where it lands is what the story is. So we're the just dragon. waiting for that dragon to show up. Drogon. So if that dragon could show up in the big tree of Bran, that dragon could show up at Jon Snow's doorstep, or that dragon could fly straight to King's Landing. Right. Wherever the dragon shows up, that's where the story's actually happening. Well, it's cool that now, though, if that's happened with Tyrion and them, like now we're getting into non-book territory. So you really feel it. like... Because I kind of feel like they can do anything now, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, like, and that way next season, do do as you like. The books, the new book's going to come out soon, and I'm sure they know what vaguely is in that book, so they can work that in. Because, like, Martin hasn't been writing episodes on the show like he normally does because he's dedicating all this time to writing the book. Yeah. Well, the show's going to be done before the last book's out. Well, that's a done deal, but the sixth book is the last one that they're going to get a hold of to actually integrate into the show. And then from there on, I'm assuming they're just working off of a Bible that they sat down and worked out with him like two yeah, summers ago. it kind of ago. feels like, yeah, the character specifics are different, but like the world events are the same, you know, like, okay, these big stuff happens kind of, maybe not. That's some big stuff probably is different too. So they know yeah, where it ends up. So it's like, all right. It's unlikely that the seventh book will be out in time for them to put it in the show. No. But but whatever, you know, there's Well, options. they've already gone off book already, like even just not even ahead of the book, just off book, you know. And it, and it, but yeah. in ways that they're combining elements and combining characters, they've been doing that a little bit since the beginning, like not necessarily contradicting something like they're either speeding up storylines or cutting out storylines, but I I hope they're not going to re- reach a point of such profound divergence that the, they end differently completely. That would be interesting. Right. Like, I would hope that they're still... Interesting. They're still on a parallel path. It just may play out slightly differently. Well, it's just like everything's different. Like, if you read, like... I mean, just like movies and books. Yeah. Like, Jurassic I mean, Park movies are great. adaptation is going to be yeah. different. Jurassic Park movies are a great movie, but the book's totally different. But the premise is the same. You know, it's like, well, the dinosaurs and stuff happens, but all, even the points of action, all the stuff that happens is very different. <laughs> You're like, okay, but it's good. You're like, okay, they're both different things. So, I don't know. We'll see. Well, that was a good episode, though. It got better at the end. I liked it. I enjoyed it. All right. Okay. Well, that's enough of that. You can listen to more episodes of the show and the episodes of TV at my dinner or other podcasts at TV at my dinner.com or on Facebook or on Twitter. Face City Face. Thrundle. Google, Google Face. Drogus and Drogan. Drogal. Drogdal. Droder. We're like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, we never even know. Are these? Are you trying to say names, character names for the show again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know. All right. So we're out there, and uh, we'll be back later on to talk about episode eight and eight. see how some of these predictions pay off. Will we be right? Could it be that we're already right? 
we will see. Because we're so far behind in recording episodes. <laughs> We've stayed honest this episode, so. <laughs> Cute. Okay. Uh, until then, my name is Sean. And my name is Andrew. Kadoosh. Dog crazy.